Hey everyone, it's Miss Felicia J here and welcome to Love Life and a Beautiful Glass of Red Wine. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This is the Nico's Domain, the pregnancy blog episode. So please understand that we will be talking about pregnancy and pregnancy and parenting related topics. So if this is a trigger for you, please be mindful of that before and as you listen. And don't forget to be gentle with yourself. Also remember, if you want to read along, you can do so by clicking the link to my blog on my link tree. So. Let's get started, shall we? But first things first. Okay, this episode is called Started Just Like Any Other Day. Today started just like any other day. Get up, get the children ready for school and off, settle in to start my day and execute what needs to be done. And as usual, the day progressed normally. I did what needed to be done. Work was uneventful. The children arrived home from school and the nighttime routine began. After dinner, I decided to call my mom. We had a good conversation as we usually do. And as I sat there, I felt something fall out of my vagina. I thought it was odd and got up and went to the bathroom. Oh God, mom, I interrupted our conversation. What, she answered. It's happening again, I said. What, bleeding? She said with a tone of reassurance that was not the case. Yes, I answered, with total devastation. As I looked at my panty to see that they were stained red, as I, and as I felt the blood flowly, flow freely into the toilet. It's going to be all right, she reassured me. Will it really be, Mom? I answered. It's gushing into the toilet. Go to the hospital, she told me. It will be all right. I will. I'm getting ready now. My mind began to race. The toilet was filled with blood, and I knew that there was no way this could be good. Go, get ready, my mom told me. Call me when you get to the hospital. I will, I told her as I hung up and set up my fetal Doppler. I lay down, applied the gel, and found Nico's heartbeat. It was strong and steady, just as it always has been. It assured me that Nico was all right but I knew that this bleeding could very well mean that I would be face to face with Nico before the end of the day. I got my health card and told my children that I had to go to the hospital to check on Nico, but that everything was all right and do not worry. But my children and I are very connected so they can read me so very easily. And so they knew that something was wrong. Is everything all right, mom? My son asked me, his voice laced with concern. Mom, what is going on? My daughter said, with knowing in her voice. Everything is all right, I lied. Mommy will be back. I just had a bit of bleeding. I need to check it out. But Nico's heartbeat is fine, and everything is all right, I told them. Mom, you are not all right, my daughter insisted. I am all right, I said, with all the confidence that I could muster. I want to come with you, she replied. No. You have school tomorrow, I answered. Do not worry. I will call you. I completed getting ready and left the house. I walked outside and hailed a cab as I called my father. Mount Sinai, please, I said. The driver looked questioningly in his rearview mirror as he listened to me explain to my father what was going on. Are you all right, he asked me. I trust that I am. I tried to reassure him. Everything will be all right, he told me. I trust that you you are correct, I answered, and went back to explaining to my dad what was going on. We arrived at the hospital. I thanked the driver to the ride for the ride. Do not worry, he told me. Everything will be all right.
Thank you, I answered, as he left. I walked into the hospital, told security I was there for the maternity ward triage, and went upstairs. I went into the elevator and my phone cut off. Alone with my thoughts, I held my belly and told Nico that all is well and that this will be all right, while fears of meeting my baby in a few hours clouded my mind. I walked into the, the triage, and with a calm that I was not genuinely feeling, I told the nurse what was going on. I had to repeat the story one more time for the doctor, and as the fear continued to rise, the nurse took my blood. I had an ultrasound and once again had to endure a speculum exam. This time I was told that I had active bleeding from my cervix and that I would not be going home. I was going to be admitted for observation. I was also told that I should not worry, that Nico was all right with a steady heartbeat and movement. But none of that mattered to me. All I could see was the red in my toilet, the fact that I was still bleeding and that this was not like that last time. I was still bleeding, and how could Nico be all right? We all know that bleeding is not a good thing during pregnancy, and so I knew that this was not good either. I called my dad and my mom. I called home and assured my children that I was all right, but that the doctors wanted to make sure that I stayed that way and say they were going to keep me at the hospital for a little while. I texted my oldest son to let him know what was going on. He was out of town in university. And then I called my oldest daughter. She told me she was on her way. I told her it was all right. She didn't have to. She assured me that she knew that and repeated that she was on her way. I sat in the room and felt more blood flowing onto my, onto my pad, all the while praying that Nico was all right. It was too early for Nico to be born and I could recognize that. I was terrified and as each moment passed, I truly tried to stay calm and not stress because while I cognitively knew that it was not good for Nico, I couldn't help it. I was bleeding again. And this time it was so much blood. How could my baby be all right? How could this be all right? I felt fear began to take over. I held my belly as I began to cry. I can't meet you today, Nico. It's just too early. Please, baby be all right. Please let this be nothing. Please, God, make this pleading stop. Please, God, make this be all right. Please, I silently cried. And just as I wiped my face, the nurse returned. Your room is ready, she informed me. She helped me gather my things, and I got into the wheelchair. She talked to me as she wheeled me to the elevator and then to my room, all the while keeping me calm because we both knew where I was going. We both knew that I was going where women go when they were not trying to have their babies, the antenatal ward. She took me to my bed and reassured me that everything would be all right. She told me that my nurse would come to meet me shortly and then she left. I was left with my thoughts again. It was late so I did not know who, was also in my, who else was in my room. I was in a room with four spots but I heard no one and I felt so very alone. I held my belly and reassured myself and Nico that we were all right. Since I arrived, the bleeding slowed, so that was promising, right? My nurse came and introduced herself. She too reassured me. Shortly after my doctor arrived, my daughter arrived rather. She too reassured me that all was well. She stayed for a short while as it was way past visiting hours at this point. Once she left, sleep came quickly because even though my situation could have kept me awake, 
It had been such a long day, I fell into sleep and thankfully some peace. I woke the next day with no bleeding, and it remained so, it remained so for the next two days. I underwent blood tests and ultrasounds, all of which came back normal and all right. I prepared to go home. I packed all of my belongings and sorry, yes, I, I, and I prepared to go home. I packed all of my belongings and prepared to leave. My oldest daughter came to pick me up, and we were ready to go home. We had a jovial, jovial light conversation as I ate lunch and got ready to go home. My nurse arrived and joined our conversation. She brought me my discharge papers and explained to me all that I needed to know. If there's more bleeding, return. If there's less movement, return, etc., etc. I said I fully understood. I thanked her for everything that she had done for me and informed her that we will be leaving now. I just need to go pee first. I got up and went to the bathroom, sat down, and my heart sank. That is all for this week. Um, I trust that you enjoyed it. Maybe learned something you didn't know before or learned that you weren't the only one. Whatever you got from this week's episode, I trust that it served you. And remember, everyone, that your flame, your fire, will always burn. Lighting someone else's fire will never diminish yours. It will only create a larger fire. Thank you for tuning in this week, and have a fantastic week. And let's make this one count, shall we? Take care, everyone. This is Miss Felicia J. Until next time, be well.